Welcome, welcome to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Aras. I'm your host, uh, fellow industry veteran here. Been doing this for a little over 20 years. And to be quite honest, there's a lot of uh, lessons that I have learned. And um, the Combed Education Podcast and the blog and just the whole platform in and of itself is a passion project of mine that has been a vision for, I want to say 12 years now. And this podcast and blog and and the content that I I give you guys weekly is my form of contribution to this industry that has been just so incredible for me in my career. You know, I always joke when I first started at 15 years old with uh, enrolling in cosmetology school, it was never because I wanted to be a hairdresser. It was never because I had a passion for this industry. I just needed to get out of high school. Learning in that environment was just not a good place for me to be in. And so I enrolled in cosmetology school through an ROP program. It cost me like $500. And because I was an overachiever, I knew that when I graduated high school, I would graduate cosmetology school at the same time. And that made me feel good. And so I joke because I never thought that I would be here 20 something years later, let alone as excited and as passionate as I am today. And so I do believe that when you learn lessons, life lessons, industry lessons, whatever it is, it's our duty to teach what we have learned. I don't claim to know it all. I don't know it all. I've just asked a lot of questions. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of reading and I've learned a lot along my way. And my goal is to kind of help uh, give you information, little nuggets of wisdom and bite-sized consumable pieces, um, just to help you level up in your career. So anyways, that whole spiel was way off tangent. Uh, today we're going to talk about, uh, permanent toners. So there's a little bit of chatter going around, um, about permanent toners, how they're better, how they're superior or how they're worse and how they're inferior and they last longer. They don't last as long, like all of this shit. And so I want to offer as usual, some perspective just based on what I know to be true, what I have learned um, along my years in hopes to clear some of this up. So I think the first thing we need to answer is what is a permanent toner? Um, And I had done an an episode about this, um, all about toners and toning. And the fact of the matter is a permanent toner is essentially a alkaline product. Okay. It is an alkaline demi permanent. What you have to understand is that you can tone with any product. Like you don't need a special toner to tone hair because essentially when we're toning hair, all we're doing is we have what pre-lightened the hair to a certain color or a level and we're shifting the tone of that. So that can be done with an alkaline demi. It can be done with an acidic demi. It could be done with a liquid color. It could be done with a cream color. It can be done with a demi permanent, a toning shampoo. I mean, any product that we have on the market that has color in it can be used as a toner. But today I want to talk about what is a permanent toner. So like you said, essentially it's an alkaline toner or an alkaline demi permanent color. So unlike an acidic toner, Um, An alkaline toner or a permanent toner still has some lifting ability in it. So, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the the play on words, but essentially just know that if a manufacturer has something that's called a permanent toner, it is highly likely that it is an alkaline 
color with a low volume developer. Okay, so how does a permanent toner work? Because you have to understand what you're working with. So because a permanent toner has more alkalinity in it, even if you're using it with a low volume developer, it still can cause the cuticle layers to swell up a little bit, to diffuse a little bit, to open up a little bit, for lack of a better word. And then depending on the alkalizer that is used in that color, it can cause a little bit of shifting, a little bit of base bumping, kind of depending on what they're using as an alkalizer. So here's what you got to know. Some color lines that are hybrid color lines, meaning the same tube can be used as a market, a permanent, a demi, a semi, like all this stuff, right? Um, when that can happen with these color lines, um, these are the alkaline toners, okay? So they're, they're permanent color with a 10 or 20 or 30, 40 volume, and then you shift it to a five volume, and that is now the demi permanent, but it's still alkaline because their, their demi permanents truly aren't a demi, like a true demi permanent. They just recommend by using a lower developer, it's going to avoid lifting or shifting some of that natural base. And so these are basically what they consider um, an alkaline demi or a permanent toner. So the brands have these this color tube, and if you use it with a low volume developer, all of a sudden it's a demi, it's not. It can act like a demi, um, meaning it will create minimal lift and shift, but that's not that's not true because some hair, given the texture or what color it was when they were born or the porosity, um, it can still lift and shift causing a little bit of a base bump situation. So when you think about how does a permanent toner work, just know, that it is an alkaline hair color with a low volume developer. So if you understand what alkalinity does to the hair, then you'll know that mm, it's still softening and swelling the cuticle layers open. <clears throat> so another question that comes up often when we're talking about permanent toners is do they last longer? There was a whole conversation about this that I got sucked into on TikTok. And, um, you know, somebody was swearing that a permanent toner lasts longer and the demi-permanent is not going to last and blah, 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 right? So does it does a permanent toner last longer? And the short answer is no, okay? So when a color is labeled or marketed as permanent, all this means, please hear me here, all this means that it is permanently changing the structure of the hair. It does not mean that those dye molecules are permanently going to last in the hair. There's no such thing that I know of thus far that will maybe splat. <laughs> Other than that, there's nothing that is permanently color-wise going to stay in the hair, okay? So the main difference of a permanent toner and a demi-permanent toner is essentially what it does to the hair itself, not necessarily the longevity of the color. So with that said, though, depending on the health and the integrity of the hair, along with the developer used, permanent toners can last a bit longer on healthier hair. And as long as you're using um, like a 10 volume with like a low developer, not so much, but if you're using it with a little bit of a higher developer um, and the hair is healthy and intact and integrity, it can last a little bit longer. I'll tell you why in a minute. But here's another uh, question that comes up is, is a permanent toner 
more damaging to the hair than a demi-permanent toner? And I want you to think about what do you think the answer to that is? Okay. It can be. It can be more damaging, especially after a bleaching service. Why? A permanent toner is more alkaline. And remember, alkalinity softens and swells and diffuses the cuticle. The more times that happens, the more times the hair gets uh, swollen and then constricted and then swollen and then constricted, the more stress and damage that it causes to the hair. So if you're using a permanent toner with a higher developer, like 10 or 20 volume, you're going to cause a little bit more damage, especially after a bleaching service, because after a bleaching service, the hair is already kind of expanded and swollen. Um, and so now you're adding a product that's going to do more of that to the hair. So you got to think uh, it can cause some serious damage if you are not careful. Okay. Will a permanent toner cause a base bump? Yes, it can and likely will. Even if you use a no lift or zero lift or whatever, zero developer. A permanent color can cause a base bump because of the alkalinity in the color especially if the alkalizer used is ammonia. So yes, the developer does lift and create undertone, but it's the alkalinity of the color along with the volume of the developer plus the hair's texture that's really going to determine how much lifting that the developer can do, okay? So when is a good time? Because here's the thing. Every product that we have available to us has a space, has a use, has a time and a place that it can be utilized as long as we know why. And we're not just grabbing it because this person on the internet said that, or this influencer said this, or my rep said that, like you gotta know why you're using what you're using and what you're using it on, if you wanna be a successful colorist. So a good time to use a permanent toner because there is a time and a space for it. So if the hair is healthy enough to withstand it. So remember I said, um, a permanent toner can last longer in like the most perfect situation. Um, and the reason for that is, is because the alkalinity, and I said with a higher developer, so with a 10 volume, the higher the developer you use, the more oxygen it releases and the more oxygen it releases, the further it goes into the hair. So when you're using a demi-permanent with a low volume developer, it doesn't have the ability to travel as far into the cortex as maybe like an alkaline toner with a 10 volume. Not a substantially big difference, but enough to know that like it's gonna go a little bit deeper into the hair, meaning it can last a little bit longer. So if the hair is healthy enough to withstand it, a permanent toner is a good option. If you do a conditioning or an acidifying treatment after your bleaching service before your toning, could be a good option. If you do a global bleach out, Okay, say you bleach out the roots and you're going to tone. A permanent toner is a good option. Um, I'll tell you why in a second. But if there's no virgin hair on the head, you can use a permanent toner. Um, if you want a base bump, you can use a permanent toner. Um, if there is still some warmth in the hair that you want to eliminate. So back to the global bleach out. So you do a global bleach out and you have a little bit of uneven lift. I'm not talking about one or two levels uneven. I'm talking about mm, half a level uneven. Alkaline toner is going to help because the alkalinity can create a little bit more lightning. So an alkaline toner will give you a better, cleaner deposit. 
Um, and then if there's any, like I said, uneven lift, or if there's any warmth that you want to eliminate, a permanent toner is a good option. Okay. So it's not all doom and gloom. You don't only have to use demi-permanent color in your coloring formulations. There is a time and a place for all of it. I think the problem is that we fall victim to listening to this person or that person or this brand or this rep and that rep, and we don't know exactly what the hell we're working with. Um, and that's where trouble can come. That's where issues can come is if you don't know what you're working with or if you're not fully clear on how the product works or if you're not fully clear on what the hair is going to give you because at the end of the day, it's the products that you use plus the hair that you're putting it on that's going to give you the final result. I made a video on this on Instagram a couple months ago. Um, I lifted a level two hair to a level nine, and then I lifted a level six hair to a level nine, I think, don't quote me exactly what it was. Um, but they were both at a level nine, right? So swatch it side by side, level nine, cool, let's tone with a nine ash. What happened? Okay, the, the, the swatch that was a level two to a nine looked very, very different than the swatch that was a level six or seven to a nine, even though they both started at level nine. They looked very, very different. So it's understanding what are you working with in your color? What are you working with with the hair that you're working with and dealing with? And that combined is going to give you um, your final results. So I think I always say it's so important to know about the tools that we have available to us and when to use what. Because again, each product, each color, each toner, each dot, whatever, it has a place and a space and there is no right or wrong way to use something like you don't only have to use demi-permanent color unless it's gray coverage you don't only have to use permanent toners like you got to know what you're working with um and so you you know i do have a, a an episode on acidic and alkaline toners too if you want to listen to that i have an episode on alkalizers just search um there's a whole bunch of resources out there for you but point being is you got to know what you're working with and when we're dealing with permanent toners, don't be uh, misguided thinking, oh, it's permanent. It's going to last longer. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You got to know what you're working with. I know I've said that. If you can take a shot for every time I've said that, you probably be wasted by now. But you got to know what you're working with. Um, I do have a free formulation masterclass for anybody that is interested. I'll link it um, in the description. I don't know what platform you're watching this on, but there will be a link to this at some point or it's, it's some location for you to take a free formulation masterclass. I talk about the top three things to avoid, um, mistakes to make or mistakes to avoid, I should say, for perfect formulation results every time. So you should take that because it's free and it's like an hour and it's chock full of really, really good information. Um, as usual, I hope that you found this helpful. If you did, if you like the podcast, um, please feel free to rate it on whatever platform you're listening to. Give me some stars, um, share it with your friends in the industry. Like I said, at the top of this episode, this is a passion project of mine for me to contribute back into this industry. And uh, the best way to get the word out is by getting the word out. So if you found any value in this, please share it. Tag me if you're listening. Um, and again, hope this was helpful. Until next time, happy hair coloring.